93 meals in March and 90 in April. And here comes Johnny with the mail. Hey, what's cooking? Well, you just look and listen. Hey, good looking. Hey, 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 what you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Welcome to the 30-minute show where I get to find out what all the cool, neat, creative stuff all the cool people are doing. So in this episode, I have Kent from Ritual Misery, and we are going to uh, talk to him about podcasting and pretty much anything else he wants to talk about What and he's working on. Uh, and again, I have a uh, counter in the corner over there, and this episode is timed. So I'll go ahead and start that. And above that, um, we're baking cookies. So hopefully the cookies will be done in exactly 30 minutes, too. That's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I don't know why I thought. I thought it was in the middle of the night. I woke up. This is a great idea for a podcast. Oh, anyways. No, okay. this is, Jackie, this is a wonderful idea. Thank you. First of all, thank you so much for inviting me on. Well, this I'm is, starting this. this. Boom. Okay. Yeah, this is this is so cool. I did watch the first episode that you did, and what a cool concept! I've never seen anything like it. A lot of people Excellent. do a like a thirty minute count or a one hour count for mm -hmm. their for their show, which you're doing, but you are adding this element to it that we have to be done in thirty minutes because the food's going to burn if not. That's right. That's that a, that's so exactly cool. right. Yep. Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, it's kind of a way that I figure I. I tend, you may not know this, Kent, but I tend to talk too much. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I've met you before, Jackie. Of course I know that. <laughs> um, so I, uh, yeah, so it's a way to make sure we stay on track. Speaking of, uh, so um, you do a lot of podcasting and you've got basically a network going. Um, you've got a great show. You're getting amazing guests. Um how 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 how's that been going for you? I mean, the, you've been doing this now for a year, or that particular show, or okay. So my friend Amos and I do the Ritual Misery podcast, and we've actually been doing it for a little over two years now. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Now we've been we've been on Diamond Club TV for right about a year, I think. I don't actually. I'm hmm. I'm not sure when we started on DC TV, but probably about a year ago. That's probably about right. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It, it basically, the, the concept of the show is just two nerds that grew up as best friends, but we've been geographically separated for a, a long time, for like basically 20 years due to military. We both joined the military and then kind of went our, our separate ways. And whenever we would talk to each other, it would become a marathon conversation because we want to catch up with each other. And the reason that we would talk for so long is because so much time would pass between when we would talk to each other. So doing a podcast together made us schedule the time to talk. So once a week, we would set aside an hour to get on and get, basically get on Skype, or at the time, I think we were using Google Hangouts, mm -hmm. and we would record it. And one of the things that we always loved about our conversations, we, we used to always say that that anybody that would be eavesdropping on our conversations would be getting a show because we would, well, at least, you know, we thought that our conversations were the most entertaining 
potentially informative conversations that there were. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to kind of test that theory and put it out there for people to listen to. So that's how it began. And then thank you to to the wonderful Sergeant Muffin for offering to bring us on to DCTV. And our audience grew almost overnight, literally, from about three people to, like, 30, like, immediately. And then, I mean, who knows now how many people are listening to us, either through... Yeah, the, the live shows on DCTV or through the downloads or we put the shows on YouTube. It, it's all over the place now. And it's been great. And, and you're right. We do get amazing guests uh, like the wonderful Jackie Hearn, for example, has been on there a few times. <laughs> I filled in because you didn't have someone. Like, you were in a rut. You were like, well, Jackie doesn't shut up, so she'll be good. She can do it last minute. <laughs> okay. Uh, there might be a little bit of validity to that, but the first time that you were on, the first time you were on, though, is because we really wanted to have you on, and you were, you were a Thank scheduled you. guest. You were not a, uh, oh crap, what are we gonna do? <laughs> well, I saw that you had scheduled me with Crunchy, and I thought, oh no, no, you need to give us both our own separate two hours. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's it, it's great. Uh, you said I podcast a lot. It's it's not as much as I would like. If I didn't have to have a real job, like if somebody could just – anybody out there that, that wants to just pay my mortgage off for me, that would be awesome. And then I could just podcast full time. I would I would so much love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, you, you referenced Ritual Misery kind of being a network. Um, it's not really a network per se, at least not yet. Uh, well, because you have multiple shows, right? I mean, you... Right. So Amos and I, we do our, our own little side projects, and we fly them all under the Ritual Misery banner. So if you go to ritualmisery.com, you can see the, the different shows that we've done. It's only a couple of shows, uh, you know, a couple of different titles each uh, to this point. Uh, but we've got a million ideas Oops. for other shows and even bringing other talent on under the banner and that's something that we would like to do we're actually looking at, at the possibilities of how we can make that happen and i don't know podcasting is it's just so great there's just something amazing about the medium of podcasting that is uh, yeah now anyone I, could be on the tv right <laughs> Right. I don't know. It's, it, it's great because, like, when we started the show, it was so cool because we could talk about literally anything that we wanted to talk about. And there's a potential audience out there for it. Mm. And like you said, anybody can do it. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's what's so great about it. Because I'm not a, you know, I'm not going to ever be a TV star or a radio DJ <laughs> or anything like that. But I've got things to say. You know, I want I want an audience to hear what I have to say. And podcasting is that outlet. And I, I think it's great. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, what are some of the lessons learned that you've um, come across in podcasting? Because I, particularly in Diamond Club TV and chat and other places, I, I, I constantly see people say, well, you know, I'd really like podcasts, but I don't think, you know, um, I could do it or um, anybody would want to, you know, hear from me or I, 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 I don't know. Um, 
basically people being kind of like camera shy or audio shy. Um, and then when I hear people say that while I'm around, I'm, I kind of feel like, oh, they're probably telling me I suck. <laughs> well, okay. Well, let, let me let me tell you right off the bat. Somebody is going to tell you that you suck. Oh, yeah. And, and if you have a problem with that, then okay. Very true. Just don't, just don't read the comments. Um, because it doesn't matter who you are. You could be the greatest podcaster or any medium for that matter. You could be the greatest that it ever was, and you're going to have your haters. That's just – to me, it, the more trolls and haters that I get, which I don't really have that many yet. You so have I'm hoping, more I'm hoping... followers. <laughs> for every troll you but have, if... you probably right. have 100 followers. Exactly. It's just you never hear from them. Right, right, and that's that's very true. But the more more trolls and haters that I have, I see that as kind of like a, a status symbol, like another notch <laughs> in the belt. Like, like, oh shit, somebody called me out for something. Like, yay, I got another hater. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, it, you know that's just something that you got to deal with. It. Right. So if if you have something that you think you want to say, just record it. Yeah. Just do it. Just put it out there. Don't worry about video. Don't worry about being live. Don't worry about chat rooms or anything like that. Just record it. Right. Figure out how to make an RSS feed, throw it up. It's it's really easy to get something on iTunes. It's mm -hmm. really, really easy, and it's free. It might, if you have never done it before, it might take you a day to figure it out. Uh, sure, but there's do the research. tutorials. But once you've done it, you've then all of a sudden you're going to have like 50 shows. You know, it's just... <laughs> right. Exactly. So, yeah, podcasts are addictive. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, Christy Cates asked, what's the most fun thing for you about doing your show, oh, Kent? Man. Well, it, it's, it's always fun to just get on and, and talk because I, I do like to talk, I'm, which is weird because I'm kind of an introvert most times. Mm -hmm. like, like if there's a crowd of people, I'm going to be the quiet one off to the side, just kind of biding my time, try to get to know mm -hmm. who's, who's around. Um, but with a podcast, it kind of gives me that freedom to just talk and say what I want to say. Which is weird because in a room of 10 people, that's only 10 people. But we've probably got more than 10 people watching us right now. Right. right it doesn't yeah. bother me at, at all. <laughs> um, so that's one thing. But what I really, really, really enjoy about podcasting is getting guests on. And we've been very fortunate on Ritual Misery to, to get great people on the show. Uh, and we've got a bunch of guests lined up for the near future, actually. Uh, a lot of big names that are in Diamond Club, a lot of big names just in podcasting in general. Uh, we have a science fiction and fantasy author coming on in a few weeks. Um, just a... <laughs> case in point, case in point, a little over a year ago, one of Amos and Amos and my Amos and I's. What is yeah. Amos, and... <laughs> Amos's and my cookies. Amos's. <laughs> Famous? <laughs> Famous Amos? Uh, so my, my podcasting partner, Amos, when we were in high school, our our favorite book series was Dragonlance. And it's basically, it's, it's based on the Dungeons & Dragons game, the, you know, D&D. &D. And, the, you know, they made an entire fantasy book series of it. And it was co-authored by uh, Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman. Margaret Weiss is the one that actually wrote the words to the novels tracy was the like the world creator basically mm -hmm. well margaret one of my favorite authors of all time she came on our show a year ago and it was absolutely amazing to to meet someone that i held in such high regard and just, and not only did to meet her but 
but host her for it was probably about an hour, hour and a half interview. But to ask her questions, the things that have been been plaguing me for twenty five years, Amazing. I can finally say, Margaret, what is this? And then she would give us an honest answer, and it was it was absolutely great. And that is probably my favorite thing about about podcasting. That's awesome. And so, needless to say, you probably had tech trouble during that episode. Actually, that one was was pretty good. This is before we started doing video. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Amos and I would do video, and we would put our, our video out on YouTube, but we weren't doing a live video thing. We weren't on DCTV yet. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, Margaret didn't call us over Skype. She called using a landline. So we, oh, we kind okay. of had to, like, type her audio into our recording, which was that was kind of an interesting tech feat, but Amos, Amos took care of that. He made it work. And luckily, it it you know turned out absolutely awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, it's so much easier when you're just doing audio. But uh, I, I I didn't say that because I thought you had tech trouble. It's just I know anytime I've got an important show, yes, it's going to yes. fail. Something's going to go wrong. I'm oh you know, yeah, of course, of course. So, um, so do, do you? Do you have that as a problem? Does that kind of deter you sometimes, sort of the tech issues? and oh, it, it does. It, it happens. Yeah. Uh, so what I would mean, be your advice to new podcasters about uh, that? Keep trying. Yeah. Figure, out, figure out what it is. Figure out what, what is causing the issue and just, just track it down and kill it. <laughs> Whatever it is, just find it and kill it. Yeah. it sometimes it's, it's really hard and it's frustrating because you'll have an issue – that you think you fixed and everything was fine for a week and then the following week the same issue pops up and you're just oh my god why why and all you got to do is persevere and one of the great things that i've noticed is that when you have other podcasters on your show and you think like oh my god this is one of my podcasting idols and he's gonna he's watching us fail right now but he's just sitting back like Tom yep, Merritt, yep, Justin Robert, yep. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll just be like, "Yep, yep, been there." Mm-hmm. Hey, did you try this? Did you yep. try to fix it like this? So it's great. I mean, most people are, are very understanding. If anybody's done this for any amount of time, you know, you know, shit's not going to work sometimes. It's just- so you know, that's really kind of the thing that put me at ease is when you know Tom or or, or you know. I witness, you know, uh, a year or two of NSFW episodes starting and the pre-show consisted of Brian trying to get his audio to work with Twit. And, you know, I was even, I even had a puppet video that I didn't put out um, because right about that time they fixed the problem. But it was a Brian puppet in his studio constantly talking to Chad back at Twit saying, Chad, Chad, can you hear me? Chad and uh, <laughs> then wires started coming out from under his desk and then finally the wires were like over his head because he kept having to work with his amp and show the you know nice but nice. I I just felt like I can't do that to Brian <laughs> <laughs> but did, but seeing did you actually, that did you actually make the video I got I got most of the pieces together you know because you edit you it's a, it's a lot of stop and go with that you know but I've got seventy percent of that one done somewhere. Oh, that's awesome. Even if you don't release it publicly, you should send it to Brian. I might, I might do that one day. I think you'd get a kick out of that. 
Yeah, particularly now that it doesn't apply. But it's things like that that, you know, kind of makes puts me at ease that, you know, the people that I admire, you know, they've been through uh, all of it. So, yeah, right. it's the nature of podcasting. So. Yep. so it shouldn't deter anyone. If someone's worried about if their setting's good or not, look, my mic sucks right now. So um, I'm going with it. You know, I'm going to figure it out and post. You know. Exactly. Yep. And that and that's always something you can do, especially when you're when you're doing the time shift thing, meaning record it now and put it out whenever. Right. Tomorrow, two weeks, six months from now, whenever you decide to do it, you, there's a lot of things that you could do in post production to either bump your audio up or eliminate noise or or what you know whatever your issue is. Or the wonderful thing is, you can always re-record. You can just scrap the show and just say, yeah, you know what. <laughs> ah, we'll do it again. <laughs> so it, it, I, I don't know. It, it's great. I've, I've, well, I've scrapped shows, but I've only re uh, done sh- a show that had so much, ba- so much t- um, trouble twice, and that was just in the last two months. So, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. very frustrating. Yeah, it happens. But um, uh, and Christy says I know nothing about technical difficulties. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, she's got it. Have you checked out her show? She's got a show on Mondays, uh, Monday Music News. Uh, it goes on right before Court Killers. Right. No, I have not had the opportunity. Uh, you know, I try to get on DCTV as much as I can to check out shows live, and it's so rare that I get to. So most of my podcast listening is actually <laughs> in the car on the way to and from work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't get a chance to even watch video podcasts all that much. I, you know, you know the whole life thing happens, and my my twenty to thirty minute commute back and forth to work is that's pretty much my prime listening time. Well, it's great. It, it, she's inspired me. It's a one woman show, and that's kind of what oh, nice. you know encouraged me to do this. Uh, but it's still easy for me because I don't have to plan anything. I just get a guest on and. let them do the work (laughs) exactly see and that's a key too. get a guest on there and you have to do like half the work or a third of the work because they're going to talk the most right right so uh how long i mean you you, you've been doing these shows two years um how long have you been into podcasts uh did you catch on early you know back in the early two two thousand four or five or whenever it really started to take off or no, I'm. You know, what's Jackie, your I'm, history? I'm actually, I'm, I'm a relative newcomer to the podcast scene. Now, of course, you know, in the time frame that you were talking about, I, I knew what a podcast was. I may, maybe even listened to one or two mm-hmm. here and there, but I was never really in the scene. Um, probably three, three and a half years ago, something like that. I kind of started listening to some shows, but really, really, what got me into it was Amos. Uh, my my partner on Ritual Misery, he's been in the podcast for a long time. He he started following Tom Merritt like forever ago, right? And that's kind of what inspired him to to not just listen to more podcasts but start podcasting. And it was it was him, it was Amos that came to me and was like, "Hey, dude, this is what we should get into. We should do this." And him saying that made like pretty much opened my eyes like okay let me see what this podcasting thing is really about and i started listening to shows a lot you know a lot of the stuff that's on on 
uh, Diamond Club TV for you know prime examples, but yeah, other shows as well. Uh, and I was like, yeah, like that's cool. We can kind of we can kind of play with that idea. And we started doing it. Uh, well, it was probably going on two and a half years ago now when we first started playing with the idea. We called them the alpha episodes where we would just like <laughs> get on a phone call or get on Skype and just record something and see just how the tech worked, basically. And it just kind of built from there. So I would say like really being in the pon- podcast scene is probably three-ish years. Mm, so I, I was going to ask movie. you who your influence were. Um, I, I assume you were like all the rest of us. Most of us kind of came from that uh, screen savers, uh, tech TV kind of background where the, all yeah. those hosts like Kevin Rose, Sarah Lane, Leo Laporte, and then moved over to Twit and then kind of, I don't know, yeah, that's the see, general kind of, path of most of this right, group, right. this community. And, well, and the thing is, I'm, like, I'm, I'm even newer than that because by the time that I came into the world of, of, of podcasting, I guess, was the, well, at least with, you know, the DC TV stuff, like with um, Night Attack, for example, it was as Night Attack was coming oh, over, like, you know, from NSFW Independent. to mm-hmm. become Night Attack. Um, that's kind of like right about the same time that I started listening. So the whole Twit thing. Uh, was kind of before me. I mean, I've listened to some Twitch shows, uh, but not, you know, I don't have that history. Uh, but I, I, you asked about who, who some of my um, influences, influences yeah. were. Uh, Justin Robert Young is a huge, uh, I don't want to say idol. I don't want to, I don't want to put him on some kind of like, <laughs> like some sort of like Superman pedestal or something. Uh, but no, I, I really admire him though. Uh, the, just his style and the way that he can connect with his audience, the way that uh, he could just keep talking about a subject and not bore you. Right. He just he stays interesting the whole time he's talking. Yeah. It, it's something I, I really admire. That's not easy. That's... Right. And to do it on a one man show right. as well is just that's fantastic to me. Um, Tom Merritt, of course, he's basically the the godfather to all of us. I think yeah. that that try to do a podcast. He is like he's definitely somebody that I looked up to. Uh, Scott Johnson is another one. Uh, just yeah. am- amazing. There's some amazing people in this community, and the kind of the the Venn diagram of the Diamond Club and and Frog Pants, the the tadpole, I guess. Uh, the, some amazing personalities out there that that we've got some role models, some accessible role models mm-hmm. that you know we can even approach them and ask questions like oh hey how do we fix this or what would you suggest in this situation and it's, it's it's wonderful well um i do want to focus on what you want to talk about so if there's something else say shut up jackie the uh, <laughs> the, the countdown is moving i want to talk about something else but um i did want to ask i thought um, since we're talking about getting into podcasting and all that, um, if you would tell me a little bit about your setup, such as uh, where do you host your files, um, to what kind of um, hardware uh, devices you use, uh, that sort of thing. How should so- how would someone get started? Like, do they need a PR forty or would a Yeti be fine? That kind of stuff. I mean, we all know oh, those man. kind of answers, but w- what are your thoughts? Right. Okay. So as far as equipment goes, you need a computer and you need access to the internet. 
that's pretty much it to get started. I mean, you can go so far as to like if you have a you know the the iPhone. Well, that's not what I have right now. But yeah, I got one. The, like the like the iPhone head. Yeah, exactly. The iPhone headphones have a built-in mic. It's not the greatest thing, but it works. It and it's better. Um, I have a uh, C920 Logitech uh, webcam with a built-in mic. That mic right. sucks compared to just this. So right. if you want to just change your mic setting to use your iPhone, it's a much better mic. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. You do not have to invest any money at all to podcast. You can use just what you probably already have and and do great. Um, a lot of people will recommend the Blue Yeti as a beginner's microphone. I, I'm i going to go against the grain and not recommend that microphone. Okay. To, to me, that is a great studio microphone. I do not like that microphone as a beginner's mic. And the reason for it, don't get me wrong, it is a fantastic microphone. The problem that I have with it is that it picks up everything. It will hear a flea fart two blocks away. And it's very difficult to, well, at least sometimes it's very difficult to soundproof your environment, which you, you pretty much have to do to successfully use the Blue, the blue Yeti, which it, in my experience, that was my first like pro mic, I guess. Right. So it's kind of about and, knowing the difference between condenser and dynamic mics to, right, you know. Right, right. Yeah. I would recommend actually I would recommend this microphone for newcomers absolutely and even veterans the ATR2100 and I wish I wish I got a commission on this I actually asked them I reached out to <laughs> them to and sponsor? said like I yeah I was like I recommend nice. this microphone to everybody how about you know how about some love how about a kickback and they're like sorry we're not offering any anything like that so we can't do that uh, but even re- regardless, I, I will recommend this microphone to anybody. It's got great noise canceling. It picks up a lot of, you know, the, the sound that's right here. It picks it up very well. It's got a nice sound to it, I think. And it's it's very versatile. Um, it's, you know, it, it, it's, inc- it's incredible. Just look it up. If you're interested in, in podcasting, Look up the ATR twenty one hundred. It's only like a sixty dollar microphone, so That's it's even decent. cheaper than than the the Blue Yeti. Yeah, by probably like forty bucks or something. You get a Snowball for about thirty five, and they're pretty decent. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, as a starter, and they're USB, so you don't need to worry about a mixer. Uh, right. I think the Yeti is a USB. Correct. It is. Yeah. yeah, Yeti is definitely a USB. So what about what about hosting um, a podcast? Let's say you. Um, you're able to either go live and record somewhere. Uh, YouTube is a great place to start. Um, YouTube sure. on air. Um, <clears throat> where where would you where would you suggest? Because I, I normally put all my shows on archive.org, then make a you know an RSS and put it up somewhere, and then nope, exactly. put it up on that, iTunes, Stitcher, and all that. It, that's exactly <laughs> what we do as well, and. The, the thing about that, it, it's perfect. It's free. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to use. It'll be there forever. Be there forever. The only the only stipulation is once once you get huge, which we're not there yet, <laughs> but once you get huge, then you, you're going to have to find a new place to park it because they do have bandwidth limitations and things like that. But when, when you're a show like ours that gets like, you know, three or four people downloading the show, you know, it's probably a little more than that now, but... 
But we, we're not in the hundreds of thousands of downloads. Right. So we don't have to worry about that yet. Uh, and that's something that you were talking about if RMP became a network. That's something that that we still haven't figured out what we're going to do as far as storage. Because we, at that point, we would have to start looking at like our own storage solution uh, other than archive.org. Uh, but for, for a beginner, there I don't I can't think of anything better than archive.org. Mm. Yep. Um, it's fantastic. And and like you said, there's there's YouTube. Um, and you can record you just open up a Google Hangout with somebody and stream it directly to YouTube. So you can have a live show for free. Mm-hmm. And you don't even have to know anybody. It just plays on YouTube. Yeah. Excellent. Which is is actually what we were doing the first time that we did live video. Uh, actually, the first probably dozen shows that we did live streaming video was streamed just like that. Excellent. Uh, I noticed the the cookies are in the oven, um, and this is ah. in double speed, so we're we're getting close to them getting out. <laughs> so, is there any kind of final things that you want to talk about in particular that you haven't addressed? Otherwise, I'm going to ask you about Kentucky. Oh, not Kentucky. So, so it, if anybody can't tell, I I am in a hotel room. But this is the last night. Tonight is my last night after two weeks of attending a class. Uh, this is a class for my work. Uh, I came here to learn about locks and containers and things like that to put files in. Sounds super boring. It's eh, mostly it's that boring, but it's it's interesting to me because it's part of my my work and I spent the last two weeks in this class and I got a whole stack of certifications out of it that are going to look great on my resume when I look for a new job. Nice. Excellent. <laughs> uh, but no, it's been, it's been great. Uh, I'm kind of in a little town that's outside of Lexington, Kentucky. It's not a whole lot to do around like in this town, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it's actually kind of a big town compared to where I live. So it's been nice to just kind of get out and, you know, see a few different things. Uh, one thing, the most exciting thing that I did in the last couple of days was last night I went to Bob Evans to eat food. I haven't been to a Bob Evans in probably Why did you mention this at the top of the years. show? <laughs> we can talk the whole time about. Uh-oh. Right. Well, what I noticed, though, and what made it so incredible to me was that usually when I go to places, because I'm, I'm like a. 40-ish year old man. You know, I'm not a spring chicken. So usually when I go somewhere, I'm either the oldest guy in the room or, you know, in the latter half of of the aged group, I guess. I walk in there. The next youngest person was probably twice my age. I haven't been to a Bob Evans in probably, like I said, like 25 years or so. Have they always been this way? Is this what Bob Evans is? Is this like the the after church crowd? I think it or... depends on what time you go. I don't know. Are they open twenty four hours? Are they like Denny's? I didn't even notice. I went like right at dinner time yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was like six p.m. or something. So, oh man! But I was like, holy cow! How how is this? Uh, anyway, I just thought that was that was kind of funny. Time's up. Okay, bye. <laughs> No, I'm thank you so much for having me, Jackie. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. Thank you. Um, and if you ever have anything you want to plug in particular, you're always welcome back. But in the meantime, where can people find you? The best, the best place for people to find me is on Twitter, at rm underscore delnoche. 
anything that I do with Ritual Misery Podcast is going to be retweeted there anyway. So follow me there, or you can follow the show, Ritual Misery, at Ritual Misery. Um, there's your little website. Also, yeah, and there's RitualMisery.com. Go there and find out all of the, the cool shows that we've been doing. Um, and that's, they, that's and people can it. buy people can buy some cool geeky stuff too. And yeah, money. Absolutely. There's all sorts of ways to support the can, show. Right. So. That's I, that's so clever. I love that. I love that. And you're not just relying on Patreon or something. You know that you got uh, multiple. Yep, we do. We do have and one it, of those too. Or 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 just Audible. I've used Audible as a sponsor um, for two or three podcasts. I'll never do it again. Um, be to, particularly because they. They cheated me out of credits that I, I, I had six months worth of credits. They basically took them from me because I didn't update my credit card for 30 days uh, oh, when it expired. So, um, and I was like, wait a minute. I like, I host three podcasts where I rant and rave about your product. <laughs> if you want me to continue doing that. And they were like, you're like, who are you? no. No, nobody gives a sh. But nobody, <laughs> nobody ever used our offer code. Everybody already had Audible. Mm. You know, it's kind of like played out for. Uh, it's right, easy right. sponsor to get, but you know. Well, I've found that affiliates work really well. So, like for example, we have an Amazon.com affiliate. So if, if you go to, actually, I don't, I'm not sure how you get there blindly. You can go to our website and click on the affiliate link. But if you click that link and buy something we get a little cut from it and it's not like having a sponsor but it's it's just one more way and we've gotten a few bucks back from that so yeah, there's all kinds of like neat little ways that you can kind of you know, get <laughs> okay. free money <laughs> first of all sergeant muffin says we partner with ask toolbar the best toolbar you're kidding right that's a joke <laughs> um yes okay oh good. my gosh what is this 1997 <laughs> that's like there is because i just i won't like i i i know where when sarcasm is played but sergeant muffin <laughs> really knows his stuff so uh is there something i don't know but um yeah and uh and then uh Christy points out cookies. So, yeah, the cookies are burnt. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>